0: This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer riding out on old Dan this morning. Come on, Dan, let's go. Gotta get a getting. We've been out here a couple of days now on the road, and it uh, won't be long before we'll be back home. But let's get up and get a getting. We've got a couple more places to stop down at the sawmill or out there at the logging camp or maybe over there at old Bethel School. One of these days we're going to go down there to Grand Bayou where we've got a mission down there and folks want us to come down there and preach a time or two. But you you folks who here, hear me, pray for me. Would you do that? We bring into this study on being filled with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit in Christ, Christ, in the Holy Spirit. And let's read. Let's go. Well, let's go back and start. Acts 2.4 they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were all filled and the Greek word for filled is not baptizio baptizo but plerio which means filled full filled to overflowing. It means they received the fullness of the Holy Spirit in power. The baptism with the Holy Spirit and the feeling of the Holy Spirit is, is, are not synonymous. They're not synonymous terms and do not mean the same thing. May I stay here again, my friend? First, those disciples, those disciples there, 120 of them, on that Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. can we just assume some things, my friend? Yes, it's whatever time it was, they were all baptized into one body, 1 Corinthians 12. And then each one of them was baptized into Christ, Romans 6, 3 and 4. Christ became real, a living reality, a living personality into each one of them. And we have that booklet by Pastor Shelton, Christ, a living reality. And then we have a companion book to it, The Sinner Fleeing from Reality. Oh, my friend, nobody wants to be saved until the Holy Spirit takes a hold to that heart, begins to reveal to him what a sinner he is, depraved, un, undone and unsaved, gives him a cry out after Holiness and sanctification. That's what's starting of Holy Spirit conviction, my friend. Just plain as a nose on your face. Then again, the second thing that happened there to that group was they received power. Dunamis, they call it. It's the same as dynamite. They were all filled, plurio filled with the Holy Ghost. The baptism made Christ real. The feeling gave them boldness and power to witness for Christ. May I say here, in the way of parentheses, when we discuss the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we will will discuss the gifts of tongues or the gifts of languages. We'll get to that before long. Now, let me emphasize this great truth. Bible truth, by the way, that when the Holy Spirit brings an individual to Christ, having broken that initial down as a lost, condemned sinner, led that individual to see that he has no righteousness, no natural goodness, the scripture says there's none righteous, no, not one. You ever read that verse of scripture? There's none righteous, no, not one. Not even one, I like to call it. But listen, no natural goodness, that he had no, na- no merit and was without strength. And the Holy Spirit reveals Christ to him as his all-sufficient Lord and Savior and makes a new creature out of him, according to 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Listen, and all because Christ died. Christ died for a poor sinner you know what the gospel is my friend good news the gospel means good news good news is that Christ died oh we see that man is a sinner left alone left alone no no work of the Holy Spirit there in his heart at all well, I see so much of that today, my friend. The masses of humanity today are not being saved. No, sir. We have to face reality. But listen, listen. He takes up his abode in the heart of that believer that the Holy Spirit does. Then home, the home of that Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit is the heart and life of the born-again believer. The Bible is too plain. Listen, too plain to go astray. Then you don't have to seek the Holy Spirit. You don't have to seek the Holy Spirit, my friend. I know I know that's erroneous. I know that. You don't have to seek the Holy Spirit. He's already at home when you're saved. If you're saved, the Holy Spirit indwells you, my friend. You don't have to tarry for the Holy Spirit. He's already there and lives within you if you're saved. Listen, if you're saved, if you're saved. at at regeneration or at salvation he baptizes you into Christ and many times fills you right there and then though you may not know what has happened Christ became so real when God saves sinners one here and one there and you began to witness for him with such boldness until folks began to be broken and brought under conviction with your testimony. That's right, my friend. Are you you able to tell someone how the Lord saved you? I ask folks oftentimes when you're at church on Sunday morning or Sunday night, go out the back door there, front door, shaking hands with the preacher, ask him, say, Pastor, ask him kindly, Pastor, would you tell us how the Lord saved you? (coughs) We know but you tell us how the Lord saved you. No, we don't want to hear that you made a decision for Jesus when you were seven, or eight years, seven or eight years old. We want to know how that, if the Holy Spirit came to you and awakened you, awakened you. That's a good term. Awakened, brought you out of your sleep of death, and let you see that you were undone. No, no life there and brought you to see that Christ died for you just ask your pastor just kindly and gently and say pastor we love you and we'll be praying for you but tell us take a Sunday night or a Sunday evening service and tell us how a lot of us would like to know when and how the Lord saved you the old tribulator he tells us often how the lord saved him that's right he was a non-religious person never been to church in his life and the lord got a hold to him and showed him that he was a sinner oh my friend what a surprise what a surprise i just thought i was a good old boy and uh maybe i was i'm not sure but i love sin just like you do listen if you recognize his indwelling period at present Listen now, if you'll recognize his indwelling presence, oh, listen, saint, saint of God, you will never go wrong on the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. If you'll recognize the indwelling presence, then, my friend, and you are my friend, I love you, you folks. The Lord gave me responsibility over many of you. Many of you are familiar. You write me, you tell me who you are and where you are, and you help me with the broadcast. And I consider you my friend, my dear friend, and uh, my brother in Christ or my sister in Christ. For my friend, for you to tarry for the baptism of the Spirit is an evidence of utter ignorance of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Now, let me make that statement again. For you to tarry for the baptism of the Spirit is an evidence of utter ignorance of the holy, of indwelling Holy Spirit. Now, it is no sin for you or a group to wait in prayer and supplication and intercession before God. But you're not waiting for the Holy Spirit because he's already there. Now, my friend, that's a very, very common error that our folks go through. They've been led to believe that they must pray through. I've seen those when I was a child. My mother was went to the Pentecostal church once in a while, and I would go, and I would see those poor souls seeking the Holy Spirit some of them would raise up from the knees and shout I've, I've, I've prayed through I'm prayed through I have I got it I got it I got it and go to speaking in what they call a unknown tongue oh my friend I'm not making fun I, I, my heart just goes out to every individual who is deceived by the Holy Spirit's work and that's what we would bring in these studies for if you'd like to have this, this these studies on CD later on we get through with them you write me and i'll quote you a price on all it'll probably be 15 or 18 cd and uh, we, now we can put them on thumb drive for it a lot less, ex- less expensive my friend you may say pastor pastor i waited and tarried and prayed and i received marvelous experience and they told me that i that it was a baptism of the holy spirit but my friend listen The the individual who thus informs you is totally ignorant of what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is. Let me warn every individual who hears me at this time. Let me warn you. Be sure of one thing, that you are saved first, born again. The new birth is a work of the Holy Spirit. And listen, it is wrought in the heart by the Holy Spirit when he breaks that sinner down to the place of a lost, condemned condemned sinner, and that sinner comes to see that Christ died for such a hell-deserving sinner as he is. And listen, and you come to Christ for salvation, not to the Holy Spirit. We're going to leave it right there for this time. Pick it up tomorrow morning. We'll go back over a little bit of this in tomorrow when we come back. And I, I praise the Lord for all that the Lord has done for this poor soul and for our ministry here at First Baptist Church of Algiers. Pastor Shelton started back there many, many years ago and preached for 40, 50 years and then Pastor Gale after Brother Shelton died. And then Brother Messer and Brother Cole and uh, different ones. But the Lord called me to preach the gospel. That's right. Called me to stand here behind this holy pulpit and preach the gospel. He said, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke with all long sovereign. That's what I do. It's my duty and my responsibility to warn you of the, in, of the coming judgment, my friend. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Have you ever done that, my friend? Have you ever took the blame for being a sinner? You're just a sinner. If you, you may not understand it. You may not believe it. You may not have it. But the Scripture says there's none righteous. No, not one. Not one. But Christ came to call and save sinners. And then he says in one place, Come now, let us reason together. If you're not saved, did you know you can reason with the Lord? He reasoned with you. Uh, Go out on the back porch in late of evening and reason with the Lord. Wait till the stars come out and thank Him. Thank Him for every star. Thank Him for your wife in there fixing supper. Thank Him for your children in there getting their homework and for school tomorrow. Oh, but my friend, listen. It's great to know the Lord. It's great to be a, 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 a pastor, even though... We have an awesome responsibility. Did you know Did you know all of these unsafe pastors are going to have to answer for their ignorance? Did you know that? I know. I know, my friend. But I praise the Lord for awakening me one day, bringing me to see myself as I was, and giving me grace to trust the Lord day by day, trusting the Lord, clinging to the Lord, clinging, Brother Carson. And this is Old Trailblazer. Remember my address, post office box, 1810 walker louisiana 70785 walker little old town where the old trailblazer was born and raised on a strawberry patch many many years ago and uh with a one horse farm but remember my phone number call me and let me hear from you area code 225-664-664-8658 Eric, no, I'm sorry, 225-664-8658. Pray for me. Help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. I appreciate it. May the Lord richest blessing rest upon you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions now offers six flash drives containing sermons, radio broadcasts, and historic music. These flash drives include sermons delivered by founding Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., messages by Pastor Pendarvis, Freddie Murdoch, and Glenn Bond, plus over 300 songs sung by the Radio Missions choir. For more information and to place your order, call the church office at 225-664-8658.